0: What the cinnamon toast heck was that last game of 2022? It only seems fitting, right? I mean, the Ducks just cemented themselves as literally the worst team in 2022. You're locked on Ducks. Your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm still here. I'm still Jason J.D. Hernandez covering hockey for over a decade. Ah, Just a reminder, this podcast is free and available across all platforms. (laughs) If you want to hear someone just talk about a terrible team, it should be free. (laughs) It should absolutely be free. No charge, no cost to hear the incoherent mumblings of someone that has talked about this team nearly 700 times. This was just an encapsulation of a crappy year for the Anaheim Ducks. And I have this, I mean, we all have the stats to back it up. But I thought, hey, you know what? It, this is a post game, postcast. I just did a show with Jasbal Mosto, kind of a year ending thing. So we're going to do this out of order. Even though this recorded later. This will go up first. Then we'll have an end of your thing with Just Balmasto. Then we'll have another show tomorrow for the best moments, for what it's worth, the best moments for the Ducks this season. That might be a short podcast. I'm kidding. No, there were actually at least three moments that I want to talk about in depth a little bit. So there will be a show tomorrow, maybe 15 minutes, because there wasn't that many. But let's talk about this game first, because... Ooh, it was bad. Do you find it ironic that the only <laughs> the only goal the Ducks scored was off of Sam Carrick's butt? That was the only goal. I've talked about this team so many times that I even have colleagues saying that is self-inflicted torture to want to talk about this team on a daily basis. At least four to five times a week. I don't know if I'd call it self-inflicted torture. Look, I mean... You know, I have the hat. I have the shirt. Like, I've been watching this team for a long time. You know, I can go back to my favorite... My favorite days back then. The parade in 2007. Those were fun days. Making all those playoff appearances. Those were fun days. Still one of my favorite games of all time. Aside from paul korea's amazing game but that was as a kid still one of my favorite games is seeing the edmonton oilers choke i mean choke the comeback on catella i mean i've had i've had this beanie <laughs> do you do you want to know how long i've had this beanie hmm? i bought this in 2002 when paul korea was a mighty duck I don't know if you guys even, I don't even think I could find this anywhere. I've tried looking for this online just to have a second one, but just to show like my hair, like my messy hair. This is an old Reebok beanie from back in the day. The reason I bought it was because this bad boy is reversible. Like I could flip it around and it has the Mighty Ducks logo right here. So this is like truly old school, but yeah, it's gray on the other side. Yeah, I love this beanie. I've taken care of, I've taken good care of it. Ah, oh, it kind of brings back good memories. So, I will forever have the Mighty Ducks beanie. Just to show how long it's been. This is the worst Ducks team that I've ever seen. And I'm not even making that up. Today's game just brought it all together. Like the lows of this team. Even the 2020 team wasn't this bad. Even that team that finished second to last in the standings wasn't this bad. And that's for one reason. This team at least had expectations. I expected them to get somewhere around 80 to 90 points. I was thinking they would be in the playoff race in mid-March to late-March. I think we could kiss that out the window right now. Absolutely. <sighs> I don't know what I want to say about the 6-1 to game. I don't know what, what I want to say about it. I mean, Sam Carrick off his behind from an Urho Vakaninen shot from the point. I mean, yeah, that was kind of like a funny, fluky goal. And I did kind of laugh about it. I actually watched that goal take place while I was recording with Jess Balmaso. That's why if you watch that later on... You'll see me kind of chuckle. Went, ha, Sam Carrick, who knew? And just the way the goal went in was hilarious. And then after that, it was all Nashville. Yakov Trenin scored. Then Philip Forsberg scored because, of course, Philip Forsberg scored. The way these goals were scored was just crappy defense. And I looked at that one and I went, what are you doing, Ducks? Cam Fowler had a chance to knock the puck out Into the neutral zone. And failed. Completely failed. The puck is right in front of the net. You're not doing John Gibson any favors whatsoever. None. Clear the puck. Get the puck out of the freaking zone. They couldn't do that. Alright, what about the rest of the third period? Well, Novak scored that one for what it's worth was a pretty decent goal. The Roman Yossi power play goal, that one was kind of like a C and I goal. That one's hard to stop. But at the same time, the defense did not do Gibby any favors. And then to make just to like put the cherry on top. (sighs) With 13 seconds left, Nashville scored again. And as I'm watching the end go, no, don't no 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 don't do it again. I'm actually literally saying this out loud like, no, don't effing do this again. And of course they did. They allowed another goal with a few seconds left. I could hear the boos from the TV. I could hear the boos. I heard you, Ducks fans. I do not blame you for booing at all. Especially on that Nino Niederreier goal. Especially when John Klingberg, like when the puck goes off Klingberg and he can't swat it out. And you could see the look on his face. I mean... He looked disappointed, but at the same time, he just had this look like, what can I do? Well, you know what you could do, John? You could clear the puck. You know what you could do, Cam? You could clear the puck. Pucks are right there in the high danger zone. Move it out of the crease. Don't make John Gibson look bad. I mean, there was a couple that Gibby wants back, but that's not all on him. Final score, 6-1. to Oh, and guess what? The Ducks had a crappy power play, again, and the Predators scored on their one and only power play chance, because of course they did. I'll talk a little bit more about this game in particular on the other side. But first, this PSA from the NHTSA. You're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks, and if you're watching that Ducks game, you probably put back a lot of drinks, A few becomes way too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride, right? Nah, you live nearby. You can make it home okay. It's fine. No big deal. I mean, come on. What's the likelihood you'll get pulled over anyway? What's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up, you lose your license, your job, you total your car, or maybe you kill someone. Hmm. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly but that still doesn't stop people from getting behind the wheel under the influence that is definitely a misconduct right there that's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives so if you think you're okay maybe you've had one too many or one too many think again play it safe Plan ahead and get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. <laughs> look at that. It's starting to rain. It's like the hockey gods crying on the Anaheim Ducks right now. That's how bad it is the hockey gods are crying yeah it's starting to sprinkle a little bit I'm sure it'll rain a little bit more as I go on talking about this not so mighty team it's it's bad folks by the way uh, I talked about John Gibson and I wanted to talk about him just a little bit more because those goals were not all his fault clear the puck play some freaking defense and hey, while you're at it, maybe stop a power play. Maybe kill a penalty. Because they sure as hell have not been doing that all season long. In fact, they haven't done that all year long. But just this 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 game. This game. 43 shots on goal. The Ducks allowed 40 plus shots again. This is I'm not even kidding. This is the sixth consecutive game. Six. That's too many. Sixth consecutive game where they've allowed 40 plus shots. Four of those games were with Lukasz Dostal on net. And the last two have been with Gibby. You know what? I would have been okay starting Dostal on this game. Dostal is a capable goalie. He is used to seeing a large volume of shots. He saw it all the freaking time with the goals anyway. So, you know, just make the make it all complete. Make the trip complete and give him another 43 shot attempts. Because of course he would. I mean, Lukas Dostal is amongst the top five goalies that have seen the most shots when you combine the AHL and the NHL. Dostal's seen it. So I would have been fine with him getting the start. But seeing that many shots on goal for the sixth time in a row, that's embarrassing. Oh, you want to hear something more embarrassing? You ready for this? The Anaheim Ducks have allowed... Have, sorry, they've played... I want to get to like the games played first. Their record right now is 10-23-4. and four. They have played 37 games. You ready for this, guys? I don't think you want to hear this. The Anaheim Ducks have allowed 40-plus shots 20 times. 20 times. I got to, like, put that up on a big neon. There we go, a big neon. 20 times the Anaheim Ducks have allowed 40-plus shots on net. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals, and a not-so-happy New Year. I think the Ducks will be glad to see this year just go bye-bye. 20 out of 37. That's more than half the games. They've allowed 40-plus shots. I'm sorry. That's embarrassing. And that says a lot about this young team right now that just have almost nothing. And I mean almost nothing defensively. To continually allow that many shots on goal, it's no wonder the Ducks are amongst the league leaders, or they are the league leader in shots allowed. (laughs) Oh, this this it's man. I'm trying to I'm trying to stay positive about this. I really am, but when you have that team right there get one-for-one on the power play, and you have that team allow 40-plus shots again, it's not a good recipe. That's like a recipe of some really disgusting friends-type trifle that Rachel would make. Oh, by the way, it was kind of friends day at the Ponda, and the Ducks, you know, they needed to pivot a little bit more And they didn't. I mean, you know, no one told you that life was going to be this way. No one. No one told you that the Ducks would be the worst team in 2022. Because that's what they are. They are absolutely the worst team in 2022. Too many shots allowed. Power play is not working. Penalty kill is not working. The only thing that's working is the goaltending on occasion... And that top line. And even they got shut down today. Well, say for Troy Terry. Troy Terry did get some shots off. And for what it's worth, Klingberg had a couple of good shifts to begin the period. I mean, not the first, obviously. But he had a couple of decent shifts to begin the third. And it looked like there might be some hope. Including one that rang off the post. And I thought, maybe, maybe there's something there. And then it all just went away. Ducks lose again. 6-1. to I don't know what more I could say about this team. I mean, they had a winning streak of two. That's gone. They won their last game against Vegas. And they just got embarrassed. They They got completely embarrassed at home in front of a... Not-so-packed house at the Ponda on Friends Day. Just just unbelievable. Just awful. The defense was that atrocious. I think I'm done talking about this particular game in general. We're going to keep this segment short. So what we're going to do is head to the second intermission. And I will tell you just how bad the Ducks were in this 2022 calendar year. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks. You're locked in with JD Hernandez. I I wanna ask you guys, how do you guys feel? End of the year, Ducks team is not looking good. How do you feel about this Ducks team? Do you feel good are you in panic mode what's going on let me know so this is the part of the program where it's the end of the year I do want to look back on this year but with a realistic pair of glasses and not just you know rose colored oh things will be okay we don't know that We don't know that things are going to be okay because all indications right now are that things are not going to be okay. So let's look back on the year that was, 2022. If you recall, at this exact moment last year, December 30th, 2021, at this moment, the Ducks were in a playoff spot. They had just come off of an overtime loss to the Canucks after a prolonged COVID break. So they're on a two-game losing streak, but they're on a four-game point streak. The Ducks are still looking pretty decent. They had a record of 17-9-7. They could have still gotten a potential lead in the division. If only they would have beaten the Vegas Golden Knights, that would have made that division a little bit closer at the time. They lost to Vegas on New Year's Eve. But hey, you know what? At the time, the Ducks are still in a playoff spot. They're still looking okay. You know, maybe they'll get that third spot. Maybe they'll get a wild card. Who knows? That's what we were all thinking at the time. Then they lost to Colorado. Won against the Flyers. And then that's when the losing really began. They lost a bunch of games, including... One that I think the Ducks would probably want back. That loss at Toronto. Now granted, Toronto's a very good team. That was a game, like, I was partially happy the Ducks got a point out of Toronto. But it did feel like they could have won that game. They could have. But at the same time, that road trip before the All-Star break felt like a turning point. Because yeah, there was a few losses... But they weren't too bad, and the Ducks were still in a playoff spot in mid January. So once they started rattling off some wins, you know, they beat the defending cup champions. They beat Tampa Bay at home. Remember that one? That was a fun game against the Lightning. Then they went on that road trip, and I remember thinking if they can get even six points out of this road trip, I would be okay with that. They wound up with 8 points on that road trip. They beat Boston. They lost in the shootout to Toronto. They beat the Habs. Remember that lacrosse goal from Trevor Zegris? They beat Ottawa. And then there was that last game before the All-Star break. That, I felt, was the big turning point of the season. That was a very winnable game at Detroit. And they lost it in overtime. And I could see the look on some of those guys' faces. For some reason, they looked super despondent when they didn't have to. And then there was the super long break. They had only one game in two and a half weeks. That layoff was way too long. Did not do the Ducks any favors. After that prolonged All-Star break, their longest winning streak was two games. And they did that. Only one time, only once, did they have a winning streak of two games. After that, it was just loss after loss after loss, including that little 11-game losing streak they had. And that includes a pretty embarrassing loss to the Chicago Blackhawks, the 8-3 game. That included a stupid loss at New Jersey in the shootout, Another one they could have won. An even worse loss at Dallas. Oh, boy. 11 games. And Dallas Eakins still managed to stick around. Somehow. I mean, the only reason that the season kind of ended on a somewhat fun note was Hodges. You know, that last game of the season, the e-bug for the Ducks. That was kind of neat. But to only have one winning streak after the All-Star break. That's pretty embarrassing. And then we go into this season. The longest winning streak for the Ducks this season has been... You ready for this? Two. This entire calendar year. All of 2022. I kid you not. Their longest winning streak... Is two. Can you imagine. Going 365 days. 365 days. And have your longest winning streak. Be two. I could count all the times they won two in a row. Tampa Bay. And Boston. January 21st and 24th. Habs and Sens. January 27th and 29th. Canucks and Sharks. February 19th and 22nd that was it for that year this season Leafs and Sharks October 30th and November 1st that was a two game winning streak then they just did it recently at Montreal at Edmonton December 15th and December 17th that's it those are all the times the Ducks have won two games in a row this season. And that's it. That that That's really it. I can't believe that there was a team that's this bad that has not had a winning streak greater than two. I'll go even further than this. On the calendar year, dating back to January 1st of 2022... The Ducks have the worst record out of any team in the National Hockey League. Any team. Least amount of wins. 24 wins. Least amount of points. 59. 59 points in one calendar year. They've scored the fewest out of any team in that span. 209. That's in 85 games. That's an average of about 2.3 per game. It's by far the lowest. Next lowest is the Blackhawks at 220. That's embarrassing. At least the Ducks haven't allowed the most goals. They've allowed 327. The only teams greater than that are the Habs and the Blue Jackets. And the Blue Jackets had two more games. So really it's... The Habs, 328 in the same amount of games. Okay, so one more goal allowed. Big whoop. still bad. Shots allowed per game. Ducks are the worst. They've allowed 36 shots per game. It's the worst. Power play, PK amongst the bottom five. In the whole calendar year. And they've allowed 40 plus shots. In half those games. In 85 games. They have just allowed way too many shots. I mean it's all bad. They can't score. They can't defend. Special teams are atrocious. If I were the Ducks. I would take this year. And just shove it away. And don't look back. I mean, I've given you enough stats to last a season. And it really has. And it's just a testament to how poorly this team has played in the calendar year. We will have another show tomorrow. A a specific year ender for the Ducks. And let's just hope that the Ducks can be a little bit better in 2023. They can only go up from here. My only hope for the Ducks is that they either start playing to give fans hope or they just completely embrace the tank and get Connor Bedard. Because at this point, at this point of the season, I'm going to say it. I would consider this season a failure if they don't wind up with Connor Bedard in the draft. Either Bedard or Fantilli. If they don't wind up with either one of those two out of this season, then I would consider it a massive failure. It could have gone one of two ways. They either push for a playoff spot or get one of those top two draft picks. And if they get neither, I'd be disappointed. I know all of you would too. So that's kind of the bow wrapped around... A miserable 2022 calendar year for the Anaheim Ducks. Yeah, it's bad. All right. What do you guys think of those stats? I mean, I, I tried to keep it as real as possible, but there you go. All right. That's going to do it for this one. This episode will upload first a little bit later tonight. We'll have a special with Just Balmasto. It's an hour long super episode. So, you know, make sure you're tuned in for that. It's a lot of fun. We talk about the best and worst of 2022 just across all of hockey. We talk about women's hockey and even get into some little musical fun because why not? You know, try to have some brevity here. All right. You can follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter's at LO underscore Ducks. You could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. You could check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, amazon music youtube also thanks to those of you that have left comments i'll get back to those tonight because it's raining nothing else to do and finally just want to thank you all for sticking with this podcast for the last four years you guys that have stuck around are terrific and you know just want to say from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for your continued support it is so greatly appreciated For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the night. Please continue to be safe out there. Be kind to one another. And Ducks, fly together.